Hello again, everybody. This is Dan Clauser, president of the Big Vision Foundation. Welcome back to our Stepping Up to the Plate podcast series. Today, I'm joined by Al Weber, president of Tweed Weber. Al, thanks for joining me today. Great to be here, Dan. Al, uh, first of all, tell me a little bit about Tweed Weber and what Tweed Weber does. Well, our company, uh, based in right in the middle of downtown Reading on Penn Square, does two things. We do strategic planning and we do research. Uh, we started out as a planning company that did a little research. We have morphed into a research company that continues to do planning. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's kind of how we got to know each other. We was, did. Uh, through uh, strategic planning. I was uh, still on the Visitors Bureau board. And uh, I think it's going back about six years ago now when we first met, and I went through my first strategic plan with the Bureau, and uh, you conducted that and have done them ever since. Um, And then uh, a little over a year ago, I'd approached you um, to help our organization out, which at the time was Berkshire Baseball. And, uh, you know, I told you about a lease we had signed out there at the uh, uh, Berks County Youth Recreation Facility, we, um, you know, we're looking at doing $7 million renovation project out there. And, you know, I said, uh, you know, we're a real small organization right now, and we know that we're going to have to beef up to do this. And we don't really have a plan. Can you help us out? <laughs> and uh, that's kind of how we got started on our strategic plan. And you, you walked us through that. Uh, the strategic plan turned into a rebrand um, as well. But, you know, if you can kind of talk a little bit about, um, you know, you, you knew a little bit about, Berkshire baseball through, you know, our relationship through the Bureau. Um, but going through the, you know, as you took us through the strategic plan, I mean, what what was it? I mean, you're, you're a huge supporter of our organization, which I thank you for. Um, but, I mean, what was it that kind of drew you into to what we do as an organization? Well, at the time, Berkshire baseball was a bright light hidden under a bushel basket. Uh, it was uh, it made a, an enormous impact on on the county from both an economic development standpoint from a youth development standpoint from a community involvement standpoint but very people knew what it was when you ran into people on the streets and mentioned Berkshire baseball they looked at you somewhat confused yep. and said i think i've heard about that who are they uh, the result was that the organization was not getting quite frankly, the respect that it deserved for the work that it did. And through our planning process, we were able to assess the state of the organization, determine where it needed to go going forward, and then determine the steps it had to take for getting there. As a result, the rebrand, as you put it, took place. You morphed from being a Berkshire baseball to Big Vision Foundation with a Berkshire baseball component of the Big Vision Foundation. you took a giant gamble, which I believe is paying off, to yep. sink a lot of money into those fields and create a destination for young people and youth teams to come to Berks County to play ball. You, um, you hired a team of super people who work with you now in Absolutely. order to continue to uh, bring your organization forward. You launched a very... Uh, active and I believe to this point succeeding sales and marketing campaign mm-hmm. uh, to bring more people from a broader geographic range to these wonderful fields that you have created. Uh, you had always made an impact, by the way, on the community. Now that impact is even greater. Uh, you, you, in essence, created 
two organizations under one umbrella. Correct. Because Big Vision Foundation is the parent company of Berkshire Baseball. You still have a youth sports team, a set of teams that you are uh, supporting and nurturing and growing to serve young people who are very interested in baseball in Berks County. Uh, In addition to that, though, Big Vision Foundation is now expanding to have a greater impact on the community in a lot of other ways. There's a there's a, a strategy that you put in place about I- impacting the quality of youth sports coaching, right. which right now is an entirely unregulated industry. Yes, it is. I and mean, let's face it, you can't put a dead body in the ground without a license, but you can mold the character of young people without having had one lick of training on how to do it. Very true. And and listen, many of us have had great coaches over the years who we've valued, who we remember, who we recall with fondness, and can point to the impact they had on our lives. But the the, the press is full of stories of not-so-great coaches who, whether with good intentions or not, have not done the best job of nurturing those kids into young athletes with the right set of values, with an understanding of what leadership is, of what good sportsmanship is, of, of understanding what it takes not just to be a winner, but to be a competitor. Correct. In a way that when it, the game is over, at age 12, whether you've won or lost, you can say you did your best. Right, right. And that's, uh, that's something that as we were going through our strategic plan – um, I had the opportunity. We had uh, a coaching clinic at the time where we had Leo Mazzoni come up, and uh, we had the opportunity to sit down and talk with him a little bit. And we did a, uh, a radio broadcast with him, with uh, with Joe Painter, ironically. And um, we uh, one of the things he said that sticks in my mind is he said, you know, throughout his you know 50 years of professional baseball, he says he you know learned an awful lot from about four or five different coaches and then he said he had about 60 other people who he learned how not to do things and you know it really kind of clicked that that is something you know that's very important I mean you're you're teaching these kids something whether it's right or wrong and unfortunately a lot of them can't differentiate it at their age Um, so you know that has been a you know become a big part of our you know, mission as well is to educate coaches, um, you know, get them to understand it's, like I said, it's not all about winning. Um, it's about competing and competing to the, the best of your ability. Um, so, you know, I'd, I'd really appreciate, I mean, the way you, you know, explained that and you've been a champion of the organization for a long time here. Um, but, you know, let, you, you hit the nail on the head when you talked about creating a sports destination and, we have, uh, we have gone to market in a completely different way this past year, um, attending some trade shows, some coaches' clinics um, outside of our area, and we see that that's paying dividends. We're getting teams, you know, coming from five, six, seven hours away. Um, we just had a team recently contact us from Michigan um, wanting to come in, um, and the first thing they talk about is Charlie Wagner Field and the Fenway Park replica. Um, you know, so... Um, you know, it's definitely a different way of us doing things. I'm, you know, and I guess part of our, uh, 
you know, why we were kind of hidden below the weeds, so to speak, is we never really thought about a strategic plan. We never really, you know, we just were out there running baseball tournaments and coaching teams and, you know, kind of doing our thing. So, you know, you definitely enlightened us to the importance of having that plan and really to kind of bring awareness. So if you can kind of just talk a little bit about, um, you know, some of the things we talked about in the strategic plan to um, kind of get out in the forefront in the community and why that's important as opposed to, you know, just doing things. You have to have, you know, you have to let people know what you're doing as well. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because when you look at strategic planning, the it, it becomes a little important that you understand the model that our company uses because you guys fit the model perfectly. And we operate under the premise that all organizations, not just yours, but all organizations do work that you can put into two different buckets. There's what we call routine work and what we call change work. Yep. And routinely, long before I appeared on your doorstep, you ran um, your tournaments and and uh, you didn't need me to show up and say, hey, hey, Dan, why don't you run a couple of tournaments? Right. And routinely, you had a number of ball teams <clears throat> of various ages for young baseball players. And you coached them. And you practiced with them. And you, you showed up for tournaments, sometimes your own, sometimes somebody else's. And you, you, they got a chance to play baseball. They were doing it routinely. Uh, routinely, you worked with their parents and had a dialogue with them. And routinely, you raised some money. And routinely, you ran concessions out at the fields. I mean, there was a whole bunch of routine work that, yep. at the time, Berkshire Baseball uh, did. And it, you did it routinely. You didn't need me to show up and tell you about it. Right. Routine work matters a lot. But good strategic planning isn't about routine work. It's about change work. And you were at an inflection point in your history as an organization. That is, you were at a point where you could, if you chose to, begin to change materially. Right. And you did. You looked at your brand and said, it's vague. Uh, like you, I'm a Red Sox fan. I grew up in Lynn, Massachusetts, and we went to Fenway Park on a regular basis. My dad uh, worked for General Electric, and he would come home and He'd say, let's go to see the Red Sox for dinner tonight. And we would take the tea to, the, uh, to Kenmore Square, and we would get off and we'd watch the game and we'd, oh, we'd eat bags of peanuts and drink a Coca-Cola and call it a night and be home in time to watch the replay on WBZ in Boston uh, to see who had won the game, even while well, we knew because we were there. <laughs> and um, so, so, so you know, we, we were a family that engaged in this as an activity, um, one of the things that you did is you said, we got to find a way to make sure people don't confuse us with the Red Sox because we had a beautiful bee right on all of our hats that was, well, it was the Boston bee. <laughs> I love the bee. I've got several hats that have the bee. I'm a fan yep. of the bee. Yep. But the market was confused. Yes. And so we had to do a rebrand, and you did. And the rebrand is evolving. Talk to anybody at, oh, say, Coca-Cola, and they will tell you that rebranding is a millennial activity. A good thousand years or so from now, people <laughs> will get who you are. In addition to that, you realize that you needed to broaden your reach. You needed to have more people in the community engaged in what you were doing. You changed your board. You had a great board of fabulous coaches. Yep. And they remained very active on the Berkshire baseball side of your organization. But you didn't have good broad-based community board leadership. 
You recruited some solid people to come and serve on the board for you. Uh, you did a lot of things necessary to reshape Berkshire Baseball into Big Vision Foundation and Berkshire Baseball. And the end result is you've got a bigger, more impactful organization that is doing bigger and better things within the community and becoming yeah, even more of an influence. Millions and millions of dollars come to this community because of the work that Big Vision Foundation does. These are families coming to watch their kids play ball. They stay in our hotels. They eat in our restaurants. They, buy, they shop in our stores. Yes, they do. And in doing so, they leave their money behind. Yep. And if, Dan, if you weren't here doing that, they'd be doing it somewhere else. Yes, they and, would be. Yeah, and our community owes a thank you to you and to Big Vision because people are employed because of the millions of dollars that come in based on the people that arrive here because you bring their teams here to play baseball for a weekend. And um, I don't think enough people realize that connection, but those that do understand what a great impact you and Big Vision Foundation are having on our community. Yeah, and it's definitely, uh, like you said, the, the rebranding is, is a work in progress. And, I mean, you and I have this conversation a lot. I mean, I, I am not a very patient person, so I expect it to happen like that. But I'll have a phone conversation with you, and you kind of, you know, put me back in line and you know, tell me that uh, it's a process. And uh, we're working through that process. And, you know, it's, uh, we're, like I said, we're moving forward. We're going in the right direction um, you know, and the the community is becoming more and more aware of, of what we do, and that's certainly a good thing. So um, we're uh, just about out of time here. Any last words you want to say before we uh, wrap up, Al? Yeah, the most important thing is congratulations to you, to your volunteers who play such an important role in your organization, to your board of directors, to that wonderful <laughs> staff of people who you have recruited, because you are a classic example of what can be done if one person has a big vision and takes it out to the community at large. Well, thank you very much for that. And uh, again, thank you for everything you do. You, you know, personally have been a mentor for me throughout this process. I've learned a lot and uh, you know, we're excited to, to see where this trip's going to take us at this point. So um, as always, check us out on the web at bigvisionfoundation.org. And thanks for joining us. 